Welcome, welcome, welcome. Mountain Dew Kickstart Fish and Chip Podcast. How are we doing, Chip? I like how you're saying your beverage before you mention who we are now. <laughs> that is just showing how much I care about getting a sponsorship. No, I just I'm I've been parched and I really just have been waiting to start the show so I could get that crack in there and I just wanted ah. to get it out out of the way. Okay. How was your weekend, sir? It's uh, you know, it's a weekend. It was a weekend. Did the draft leave you energetic and excited? Did it leave you exhausted from all the coverage? How did it always it always leaves me exhausted. I'm always so hyped for it to start, and then when it starts, I slowly just get less interested. Even yes. though, like this weekend, I even I was like just had it on my computer or phone in the background, kind of listening, and then yeah. I eventually just gave up. It gets like, this to be is too so much. Long. Even Friday night just gets to be long because you you get to about Thursday night. The, you mean like the first round? No, no, no. Friday oh. night. Thursday, like you're you're built up for your team's first pick. So like, yeah. even if you got to sit there for five hours, you'll sit there for five hours. But it's it's Friday what gets you. You get through round two, yeah. you get like the first ten picks of the, out of the way on round three, and then you realize that there's ten extra picks in round three or eight extra picks in round three. Yeah, Friday took forever, I felt like. Like it yeah. was just dragging on. And then I will say, I did not watch a whole lot on Saturday. I felt exhausted from it. but I, I did, watched um, a little bit. I did catch up on it. So I, I was glad to do all the um, – I guess this is our first sporting event that we actually like have covered since our podcast has started. So what do you mean? Uh, to... We cover the horse event and the NBA, oh, yes. the yes, WNBA. I mean... Okay, this was the first real. <laughs> wow! No. Shots wow. fired. Yep. <laughs> no, this is like the first major, major event that I guess we've covered. You know, because it's not like we missed out on March Madness. You know what I'm saying? This yes. year we missed out on March Madness. We could be doing the NBA playoffs right now. We haven't even been able to talk about that. You know, yep. this is the first, like, real big thing to get amped about for our show, I guess. And uh, I thought we did a very good job building it up in our heads. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> for for what was probably mediocre content. <laughs> but anyway, um, some big things did happen, and we were correct on one of them. Trent Williams, the Niners. Yes, yes. You heard it here first folks yes good call we broke the news kind of over there yes we kind of said like <laughs> hey it's gonna happen and it happened yes well and what did they get out of that did they get a second and a fifth no they got a, a fifth round this year and a third round next year oh yeah that's what it was third and fifth yep fifth this year third next year and which is more than i honestly thought they'd get for them yeah um what was I about to say oh so apparently my reports, my reports, right, Dan? Yes, our, your reports. Our reports um, said that Trent Williams or the Vikings had offered to extend Trent Williams if he agreed to the trade, but the Niners did not want to extend him or something or rework his contract, so he decided to go with the Niners. I don't know if he actually had that much choice. Probably not, but I bet he probably did because they really wanted to move him. I think the nine or the spread red shins did. You know, the Red, Red Shins. Shins yes. yes. So, yeah, I guess he, if it's true, did not want to play for the Vikings. Which I, I don't blame him. <laughs> he had enough of Kirk for those three years they were together or whatever, yes. four years. Um, yeah, he, he's going to go play with the Grop, on the Garoppolo's Islands. Garoppolo's um, Islands, yeah. Uh, and anyway, yeah, I mean, 
if you're looking at those two teams, you saw what they did to each other or what the 49ers did to the Vikings, I should say, in the playoffs yes. last year. Um, and as well, how they dismantled the Packers. Um, I Yeah, I would rather play for San Francisco right now than Minnesota. Yeah, that's true. I suppose I would too. Psych. Always play Psych. for the Vikings. <laughs> but he's a veteran player, you know, trying to win a – win a Super Bowl maybe in his career. That's, yeah. that's a good place to land uh, to have a shot with that. There's a lot of trades, actually. Yeah, I was surprised. As I said on our Saturday broadcast, trades don't happen after the draft. There was a bunch that happened pretty late <laughs> in the draft. Or, yeah, at least late in the draft. Like, yeah, normally, like, you get to, like, round six, and it's just, like, pick, 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 not a whole lot of trading going yeah. on. But the 49ers traded away their running back. Breda. The 49ers did a lot of trades. Big yes, trades. yes, big trades. They traded away uh, a running back that uh, he was pretty good last year, yeah. I will say. But they still have Mostert, right? And uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, and 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 the guy off two ACLs, McKinnon. Is he still under contract? He signed like five year so. deal, didn't he? Yeah, so it was a pretty big contract. Yeah, so, I hope uh, he can come back. He was fun to watch. Yeah, he's a fun little kid to watch. You know, uh-huh. we can say kids kid. now we're. We're getting older. Probably the same age as us. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, so uh, our boy Jake Fromm went in the fifth round to the Bills. Your boy. And uh, my boy from Georgia. Uh, apparently there was a quote out of the Bills camp that said he was too good to pass up at that point. Well, I mean, there were some people out there that said he would be a second-round draft pick. So, yeah, I guess in the fifth round, he is too good to pass yeah, up. Yeah, right? I guess. But in all likelihood, he's going to be going to a team where he's going to be a backup. Yep. Um, the Colts taking Jake Beeson. That could be um, good. Makes you wonder. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to get to sit behind Phillip Rivers in all likelihood unless he pulls a Russell Wilson, you know what I'm saying, comes in there and just – Oh. Blows everybody away, you know. Yeah, I I doubt, but who knows? Maybe when they took Russell Wilson, they were not intending on starting him. Who did Russell season. Wilson replace? Matt Flynn. Oh, oh, yeah. Matt, Matt Flynn had that big end of the season with the Packers. Yeah, remember? like that yes. five hundred yard passing game. And then didn't they he have like traded... six touchdowns or seven touchdowns in a game? Yeah, in a game against the Lions. Wow. Yeah, at, at Lambeau, that. I think. And then everybody was hyped on him as, like, the best backup in the NFL. So they traded him to the Seahawks. Russell Wilson gets drafted in, what, third or fourth round? They're yeah. thinking, okay, he's going to be a young kid backup. Can learn behind that, or maybe he'll be a starter someday. They didn't really think he was all that great. They were still wondering, well, he might even end up playing baseball. And he came mm-hmm. in the camp and won the job in about three weeks. <laughs> totally so, forgot about uh, Matt Flynn. I don't see Jacob Eason doing that to Phillip Rivers. Yeah. But it makes me wonder, what are they going to do with Jacoby Brissett? Do you think they're going to try to move him now? Um, Brissett and Phillip Rivers both just have one year's one year contract slash one year left, so maybe. I think they almost have to move Brissett now because yeah. if they don't, they're not – like with Phillip Rivers, he might retire after this year for all we know. Yeah. If he, if he wants to come back, I'm sure they would sign him to another one- or two-year deal. If he yeah. wants to keep playing, playing, you know, I would not. If I was like I, the GM, I would not guarantee Philip Rivers to be the starter, though. Like, but that's I like him on my take, team. But, but they might have an opportunity to draft a guy next year, or yeah. this Eason guy. If they if they got belief in him, maybe he'll come in and be the expected starter next season. Yeah, they know what they got out of Jacoby Brissett. He's going to be average quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
So if they want to get anything in return for him, they need to trade him this season, or he's just going to have his contract lapse at the end of the season. They're not going to re-sign him if they have Philip Rivers coming back or this Eason kid yep. expected to step up. They're not going to sign him. So they need to trade him to a team looking for a backup maybe if they want to get anything for him. And I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't predict that happening until you start getting in training camp, uh, preseason games happen, and teams realize, oh, we don't really have a good backup. Maybe we trade for him then. Or – there's been a couple quarterbacks that get traded like the week before the regular season starts. Yeah, Sam Bramford did to the Vikings, or what? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that happened, right? Yeah, yeah. The year Teddy got almost lost Hurt. his leg. Yeah, when he almost had to amputate his leg. Yeah, and then uh, the Vikings, I believe, traded with the Eagles to get Sam Bradford yep, right before like, uh -oh. the season started. Yeah, and I remember. Um, Speaking of the Vikings, uh, do you remember when, like, Josh Freeman got traded from Tampa? Yeah, that was in the middle of the season even. Which... That was, like, four games in. He came up on, like, a Tuesday, and they got him ready to go for, like, a Thursday night game or something. He played, like, one game. Yeah, one game, and then he got cut. Is that the same year they had Donovan McNabb? You know, it might have been. Vikings um, legends? Or, yes. <laughs> um, and then I think they went to Ponder then right after that. I don't know. It was, it's all blurred to me now. If Tim Tebow says a prayer, is it a Christian ponder? <laughs> yes. Back to Brissett. Yes. I think they're going to look to trade him. Probably. Hot take. The Patriots trade for him. Get him back. Ooh, I like it. That's a good landing spot. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. What if he went back there? And, or and what if. Dominates. Uh, yeah. Or Garoppolo's Islands goes back there. <laughs> yes. What if Bill Belichick somehow finds a way to get one of those guys back eventually? Right, you're going to say, what if Bill Belichick plays quarterback? But, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I see him more as a left guard right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he might have um, some speed in him. Who knows? Oh, yeah. But we had good fun with the draft last week. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I hope listeners out there did as well. Um. um do you have anything to add before we get to segment two? Then? Yeah, you mentioned the Niners trade in Breda, but did you say did we mention Marquis Goodwin yet? Oh no, trade? we did not. Yeah, he went Speaking to the, uh, the Eagles, right? Yes. Yeah, so another big, uh, <laughs> big trade. And did you know um, that the Panthers' uh, new coach Matt Rule, right? It's Matt. Hey, I um, don't know. They used. I believe they're the first team ever to use all seven picks on defensive players. I actually just saw that headline <laughs> before we started talking. <laughs> yeah, so they used every single one of their picks. They're all seven of their picks for defense. Wow. So uh, they will not be upgrading on the offensive side of things unless they can do it through free yeah, agents. Apparently not. I mean, they do have, well, yeah. They got, they got Teddy Tuglove now. So we're yeah. good. They got like <laughs> probably the best running back, and they have some decent receivers, DJ Moore and. Well, I think that would be their weakest spot on the offense would be their uh, receiving core. But, yeah. Uh, do they still have know, Greg Olson? I think they do as well um, when he's willing to play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not too banged up. But, yeah, I think it'll be a decent first year under Matt Rule um, for them. Uh, they will need to find some wide receivers eventually. You never know. A trade could happen if they would, you know, get off to a winning start. Yeah. This season next year, maybe they look for a trade. Otherwise, um, look to do something next offseason. This is a rebuilding year for the Panthers. 
Um, and, uh, you know, they might come out good in a couple of years, but best of luck to the first year head coach down there. But too often new NFL coaches like that just have a hard time. So yep. we'll see what comes to that. I'm sure there'll be plenty of storylines in the future. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes so yes. with that, let's get to segment two. This is the Fish and Chip Pod. Welcome back, San Diego Fish and Chip Podcast here. I am Chip Daly, alongside my co-host, the main host, I guess, Dan Fish. Whoop, whoop. I am trying out these intros, trying to think of something new. I don't know how yes, it's going. I think, we just, I think we just made history on the Fish and Chip Pod. We have expanded to San Diego. I said, hey, how about you just say, welcome, San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> so you did. And yes. now we're going to shout out a new city in the world, I guess, every <laughs> yes. time you do a welcome. Once a show. So. Uh, that's how we'll do segment two from now on. All right. uh, this is the Fish and Chip Look Podcast. You history. can follow us. Yes, history. Follow us on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, and Anchor. Anchor, Anchor. Those are the ones. Um, okay. First thing, uh, I just want to get some beef off my chest. Some beef? Some beef, some Ground stress, beef. I guess. So, I many times this weekend found myself scrolling through the draft list on various websites, NFL.com, um, ESPN, whatever. Mm-hmm. All those types of sites. Not just those two, but all sorts of sites. Not discriminating. But every time <laughs> I scroll through the page, I saw something. What did you see? And it, and it just made me want to just... Mm, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what, but something would always catch my eye and I'd be like, well, that doesn't belong there. Like was... one of these things is not like the other. <laughs> and that was the picture of the dumb Rams logo. Oh yeah. The LA. Oh, I just kept seeing it and I was like, oh, yep. Oh, it's a dumb dude. It yeah, looks so it, much it like it could... sticks out like a sore thumb on the page as you're scrolling. Yeah. And it looks so much just like a neutral LA thing. Like it could either be the Chargers or the Rams. Yeah, I know. That's it could what I'm even saying. be like, like a Clippers thing if it wasn't for the yellow and blue, I guess. Yeah, but like the Ram shape and how it's like yellow on the top half of it almost makes it seem like a lightning bolt to me. I know, <laughs> I yeah, right? Want to think of the Chargers every time I see their logo. Yeah, this is just, it's not good. We need to get them to change it before the season. Change it back. Or maybe oh, it's all part of it. NFL is planning to get the Chargers some more fans. They'll see that logo and be like, oh, Chargers, right. They exist. Or maybe they're going to realize that they need to just combine the two LA teams together <laughs> to, have, to have the best. That'd be super <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> uh, or the Chargers need to go back to San Diego. Yeah. Well, that's speaking of, of San Diego. Welcome, San Diego. Um, so, also, last night, uh, The Last Dance, two more episodes came out, huh? Yeah, Dennis Rodman episode, huh? Pretty, pretty neat. Make sure you check those out on ESPN. Did you ever Plus, watch the f- first two or the new I ones? Haven't, I haven't oh had God. time. You know, I've been super busy preparing for this draft last week. Yep. <laughs> Didn't get around to it. That's however, okay. However, did start a new series on Netflix with oh. my wife. Um, well, I guess start, not start, finished. Um, wow. Wake, Waco. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That looks kind of interesting. It is. It's very interesting. Um, 
I'm sure there's a whole lot of people that have many like opinions on this. Crime it almost drama made, sort of thing. Kind of cult, or my way off. Kind of, kind of cult. There's, a, well, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's like a standoff between the FBI and a religious cult down in Waco, Texas. Interesting. Uh, um, and basically, it kind of depicts the FBI as kind of jerks <laughs> throughout the whole thing, and. Um, I don't want to give any spoilers as to what happens, but obviously if you pay attention to history at all, uh, the cult was then uh, like 95 people were there and um, like only like six survived or something like that. Is it based um, off a true story? Yeah. Based oh. on a true story. Yes. There was a religious leader like uh, David Koresh, Koresh, something like that. Um, basically he thought he was a prophecy and was getting these people follow him and yes. But anyway, uh, I don't want to give too much away. It was very good watch. I think there are about 50 minute episodes, but there's only like six or eight episodes all together. Okay. It's yeah. I saw it's like a limited series or something. Yes. It's very good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well acted. Um, the only thing is if you're like a huge government person, like love America, it, does depict kind of our government workers um in a bad light i guess Hmm. and it makes you almost want to side with um the cult religious believers interessante Um, yes there's a whole lot of discretion i or not discretion um disagreements i guess on what actually went down because apparently there was a gun battle at one point and fbi continues to say that um the cult fired first, even though the cult said that they didn't. Mm. Um, um, and then also, um, apparently, well, everybody ends up. Don't, don't, no, don't say. Okay. Stop. I'm going to watch it. I think I know what you're about to say, but don't say it. <laughs> All right. Let me just say that the cause of deaths for a few people is still being. Um, disputed to this day okay and the way that it's depicted in the film might not necessarily be the way that it actually happened so that's all i'm going to say it's not like it's not like i'm telling you how they died or exactly in what order but apparently um but yes okay um it sounds like the fbi kind of covered up a lot of wrongdoing um as far as not procedure anyway Check it out. Just check it out. I want to add to the FBI thing about shows and movies. So just sure because you're talking about the FBI seeming kind of sleazy. I know you don't watch movies, but there was one that came out, uh, I think, last year called okay. Richard, Richard Jewell. It's about the, the guy that found the bomb at the um, 1996 Olympic oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the park yep. in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie, quite good, I'd recommend. It also kind of depicts the FBI as uh, – not being the most truthful people, um, that's all I really say. But it's good. Also, true story, obviously. Mm-hmm. So when you were just talking about Waco, Texas, that show, and the FBI, it made me think of that. Yes, I would highly suggest if you are a Netflix user slash abuser, <laughs> check out check out Waco. It was a good watch. I didn't think I'd like it. Um, my wife kind of started it. I kind of caught on watching one of the episodes, and I was like, okay, I want to watch the rest of this with you. Don't watch without me you know and then we just kind of binged it and got 
like three, four episodes done to finish up. Nice. There. Well, I think that's enough Netflix stuff. We have some other yes. football things to talk. <laughs> some more football stuff. Back to the draft. The only thing we've talked about for like the last three hours of content. Yep. <laughs> that's all so, anyone cares about. Some specific players that happened. Yes. And, There's uh, a few shout-outs we need to do. Shout-out first one. First one. Let's shout it out. I was thinking of the same one. Smartest one. Yeah. Quarterback yeah. That's what we're thinking. This year's draft from Iowa, Nate Stanley is now a Minnesota Viking. Yeah. Woo. We talked about him on the show. Yeah, we mentioned him, and now he's going to be playing in our backyard. I think um, he, he was like the 30th pick in the seventh round, right? <laughs> yeah. Steel. Um, yeah. I, I texted you right at like maybe two picks later okay. when I saw that his name went off the board. I yeah. saw his name and then like two more picks. Anyway, I saw it and I was like, oh man, he went to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, for some yeah. I just knew that was going to happen. There was only like 10 more picks left in the draft. I think. Yeah. But yeah, so. Speaking of the Vikings. Come on up here, Nate. Yeah, Nate, Nate we'll have you Nate. on the show. Make a little drive up here. Let's have you on the Fish and Chip podcast sometime. <laughs> yes. But speaking Tyler of the Vikings. And Iowa, set that up, please. Yes, yeah, Vikings. They, they have connections. They had – the Vikings had 17 picks. Like, <laughs> that's unheard of. They didn't use them all. They traded a few away, but 17. 17 picks. And you said something like Carolina had seven picks, which is about the average. That's what everyone usually will have. Yeah. The Vikings had 17. <laughs> It's like I feel like when you play Madden or something, and you just start trading stuff for fun. That's what I do. <laughs> um, not to mention there is a supplemental draft at some point, I believe, as well. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, uh, I suppose it's because the Vikings let all their players walk out the door this year. <laughs> yeah. This season, like, hey, just see you later or see you never. Yeah. Uh, we're just gonna draft seventeen. We'll just take some here. comp picks. Seventeen times two is thirty-four. Times three is 51. 17 players is basically a third of your roster on a 53-man roster. Yes, it is. So they basically drafted a third of their team. <laughs> yeah. I think, if well, they would I all be playing. If they'd yeah, all be playing. I think they traded a few away for picks next year. So yeah. they probably picked like 13 or 14 players. Still a lot. Yeah, that's still a lot. Still a lot. Did they expand um, from 53 players to 55 now? Oh yeah, the, I think that's that part of the CBA. Yeah, with the uh, the extra game that's going to be in the season now, I think so. In the postseason. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and the uh, seventeen games in the normal season, right? Yeah, and then two extra postseason games, one per count. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. Because now two seed won't have a bye, so. Yes. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, you want to get to game time now, or do you have uh, more things? A couple of shout-outs to some Minnesota players. Oh, yeah. Like Minnesota College. Tyler Johnson, drafted by the Bucks. A lot of Vikings fans in Yep. Born and raised in Minneapolis, went to the U, set all kinds of records, broke Eric Deckard's records um, for a few receiving things. Now he's joining Tom in Tampa. Probably, I mean, he has a good chance, I think, to be the number three or four right off the rip, I'd say. Right off the rip. Right off the rip. Good slot like receiver. It. Yeah, I think he'll be a, a good addition. You know, um, if he goes in there with the attitude of Julian Edelman, you know, yeah, where he's just going to be a sponge and learn from Tom, maybe Tom yeah. will turn him into something really great. You never know. It could be like 
the Brett I Favre have season. so much hype around the Bucks this season. I know. I, you may oh, have mentioned. I'm going to give you credit. <laughs> what? We, we do not want them to be the Browns of last year. No, no, we don't. So much hype, so much <laughs> hype, and then such a letdown. Um, but I feel like they will be at least as hyped as the Browns were last year. I think I'm they're already hoping, more hyped. Yeah, and I'm hoping that they turn it into something way much more magnificent. Yeah, but that's all we're going to say on that. Anything else? One more shout-out to yeah. the, the Smoothie King himself, Ben Bartsch. University of St. John's Division Three was drafted in the fourth or fifth round to and Jacksonville. He is a, he's a, it's a tackle. Tackle. Um, offensive tackle. Yep, small town kid. Nice. Yep, Division Three, St. John's. Um, that town has like 5,000 people in it. Yeah, yeah, small town. <laughs> you, and, you and I have been there. Um, yeah, my wife actually, plug, shout out, my wife went to the sister college of St. John's University. Yes, I was going to say something, but I didn't know if you wanted to. So there it is. I'm going to throw it on the air. I love, <laughs> I love St. John's. Go Johnnies. Um, nice. Well, now he is in the NFL. Um, yes. Proud of you. Real, another real quick thing about him. Did you see that um, the smoothie video of him at the uh, Combine? I did not. Oh, I heard about it. I did hear about it. Apparently, he put on 60 pounds of, like, mass by drinking these smoothies and obviously working out. But um, – during the combine, he did an interview with one of the like on-field analyst lady people, and he's yeah. like, "This is how I make my smoothies." And he put like grits in it, eggs, uh, <laughs> like three other main ingredients, and then he put red Gatorade in it, and it just looks disgusting. <laughs> I need a recipe like that for the opposite effect. You take <laughs> off the poundage. Ah, uh, yes, <laughs> water. All right, yes, yes. All right, let's get to game time here on the Fish and Chip Podcast. A little short one today uh, with the longer episode of talking about the NFL draft still. Yep. So let's get to that, Chip. I'm ready. Welcome, 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 welcome. There we go. There it was. No classic. Yes, the, the call back to the classic. <laughs> um, quick game today. Very similar game to something we've done before with, uh, like, uh, whose stats would you rather? Remember that oh, one? yes. Of course. So I give you two players' stats consecutively. You pick which one you want, then I reveal the names. Um, <laughs> this is the 2020 NFL Draft Edition of that game of would you rather, whose stats would you rather. Okay. So there were some discrepancies in the wide receivers that got drafted at the top of the draft. Yes, there was. There was. I'm going to give you the stats of two players. One was obviously drafted before the other. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> wow, they weren't drafted at the same time? <laughs> All right. Amazing. Here's the, here's the comparison. Each player played three seasons in college. Uh, one over the last two seasons – they each had a, an 1,100-yard season, and they each had a 1,300-yard season. Um, player A has 17.2 yards per catch. Player B has 19 yards per catch. Um, two years ago, player A caught 68 balls. Um, player B caught 65. And then this last season, player A caught 77 balls. And player B only caught 62. However, touchdowns for player A is 26. Player B was 32. Total? 
total touchdowns. Okay, I thought, first, I thought you meant just his last year. I'm like, what? For the, for the, those are career stats. Sorry. Okay. Those are career stats. For their career, 26 total touchdowns, 32 touchdowns. Three seasons. Is that the end of the stats? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Who would you rather? Um, which player had, The last two seasons, they pretty much had the same exact amount of yards. Um, player A averaged two yards less per catch than okay. player B. But player A caught three more balls one year and 15 more balls the second year. And then over their careers, player B caught 32 touchdowns compared to player A's 26. Man. So more more catches for player A, same amount of yards, less of a yards per catch for player A, and less touchdowns total. I mean, they're pretty comparable, though. Is one of these players Henry Ruggs? No. Oh. Not telling you that. Okay. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, man. Um... They are pretty similar, and that's what I—that was the main reason I picked these two players. I wanted to show you like how how nip and tuck the decision might have been over these two. Sorry, who had the more touchdowns? Player B had more touchdowns, and he also had a higher average per yard. He had a higher yards per catch, but he caught like fewer passes. Eighteen less passes over the last two seasons. But that means Basically. he has a higher percentage of touchdown to catch ratio. So I'm going to go with player B. Okay. I will tell you who that was in a second. <laughs> Why a second? Because you're going to compare player B now against, oh. against a new player A. Oh, boy. This is gonna Call be player comparison. C. Okay. Player C compared to player A. Again. Or Wait. <laughs> you mean B? <laughs> B. Okay. <laughs> Can you see him? Okay. I'm writing this down. This one's B. This one's C now. Okay. So player B, you picked. Yes. His stats, they both played three seasons. Um, player B, like I said, 1,100 and 1,300 yards the last two years. Player C, around 740 the last two seasons. Yards per catch. Wait, he had about the same both seasons? Yeah, about 740 okay. both years. I think it was 740 and 746 the last two seasons. Okay. Um, then yards per catch, again, player B had 19. Player C has 17 and a half. Um, 65 and 62 catches, I told you, for player B. Player C was 43 the last two years. And then touchdowns, player B, 32 in the career, and player C, 24. Uh, I mean... B's got him beating everything. So I feel like C is going to surprise me. This is like one of those ads you see on a computer. Answer number three will surprise you. Click. Yeah. Um, so you're going to pick player B. Yeah. All right. I'm going to reveal players now. Do you have guesses? Uh, Do I have, like, are they all like first two rounds or are they all over the draft? First round wide receivers. Uh, I think player C was Ragor, Jalen Ragor. Nope. Oh. Uh, who would only? What if that? I told? What if I told you that was the first wide receiver taken in the draft? Henry Ruggs. Yep. <laughs> really. Yep. Had the worst stats of those three players. Wow. I thought. Hmm. That's surprising. Yep. 
That's why I picked him because I, I mean, knew I, his stats were <laughs> way worse than these other two players. I was also surprised that he was the first receiver taken. I did say that on Friday. Yes, and that's why I wanted to prove our point with our, <laughs> with our analysis, I guess you would say. So now players A and B. I know it's not <laughs> Justin Jefferson because he's like 1,500 yards. Yeah. Um, like you said, these are two are very comparable. One of them's got to be Jerry Judy, right? Yes, sir. But which one? I don't know. <laughs> player, player A was Jerry Judy. Okay, so who did I pick over Jerry Judy? It's only one option. I can't. Why am I drawing a blank? You want me to tell you? He went to Dallas. Uh, yes, he did. Why can't I remember his name? That's who it is. But... CD Lamb. Yes, yeah. Exactly. There you go. That was a good one. All right. That was fun. Now, same game, running back edition. <sighs> Very simple stats. I'm going to give you just rushing attempts, total yards last season, and total touchdowns. Okay. Rushing touch. Rush, rushing. Rushing. Touchdowns. Okay. So, uh, let's go here. 196 rushes. For 1,218 yards, I don't have that percentage. Do you have a calculator out? <laughs> yeah. I suppose I should have yards per. So 196, so 1,218 yards on 196 rushes. That's a 6.2 average there, Dan. 6.2, and he only scored seven rushing touchdowns last season. Mm. All right, and then this next player had 2,000 on 320 carries. He had 2,000 even. Yep. That's a 6.25, slightly better. And he had 21 touchdowns. Ooh. Uh, I mean, I'm going with player B. Okay. <laughs> now, compared to that 2,000-yard rusher, this rusher had 1,414 yards on 215 carries. That's a 6.69. Nice. That is the best yards per carry. 16 touchdowns. What the other guy have? 20, 30? 21. 21. Hmm. I will add that this player with the 6.69 also had about 500 receiving yards. What did uh, player B have? Not sure. I don't remember. Not a whole lot. I think very few. I'm going to go with player C. Was that the guy the Chiefs took? As in the newest player, the one that I just said was 16 touchdowns? Yeah. Yes, that is the one the Chiefs took. That is Woo! Mr. Edward Hilaire. So I chose him. So he was the first running back drafted. Um, the one with 2,000 yards, that's pretty obvious, right? That's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Um, and it wasn't 2,000 even. I remember I just wrote down 2,000 because it was like 2,020 or something like that. So, so his average don't... was higher? That changes everything. Oh, man. <laughs> Maybe not that much. But, yeah, he had 21 touchdowns. And then um, everybody else was saying the number one running back in the draft was DeAndre Swift, or some people were, Yeah. out of Georgia. That was the one you said you didn't want right away. <laughs> so, yes. Huh. Ultimately. Interesting. Not, but yes, you did pick the one that the Chiefs went with, so that's that's good. So All I right. know what I'm talking about. Last last part of this edition: quarterbacks. Quarterbacks. Woo. No, uh, actually, it's offensive guards. 
Kickers? Oh, offensive guards. Okay. Kickers, yeah. Uh, there's a puncher taken, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't the, know. the Panthers actually took a kicker. He's like got full they might need one, though. padded sleeves and a nose ring. I don't know. He looks pretty well. Yes. From yes, Marshall. Let's do it. Nice. All right. Quarterbacks, though, for real. All right. <clears throat> Player A. Three seasons, averaging 61.2%. He threw for about 3,500 yards the last two seasons. Touchdown to interception ratio, 60 to 29. Oh, I don't Quarterback know. rating. Maybe no. No, never mind. Quarterback rating, 137.9. Player B. He played three seasons, but two of them were interrupted. Um, his last season, which is probably the most accurate season to take stats from. He passed 64.2% completion, 3,100 yards, touchdown to interception, 39 to 16. And this last season, that was total. That was total for his career. This last season, though, he was 23 and 8, which is even better. Player B, Tool, you probably don't want to tell me yet, but... I don't want to tell you yet. Because you said he had... Two interrupted seasons. Um, 60 touchdowns total was the first guy? The first guy, 60 for his career, 29 interceptions. The last guy was 39 on his career, 16 interceptions. But in his last season, which was his main season, 23 and 8. I'm going to go player B. Because player A had almost 30 picks. Yep. Yeah, player B. Oh, I'm so happy you picked that. <laughs> is it Tua over Joe Burrow? It is not. No. I'll tell you who it is, though. Well, yeah, Joe had six touchdowns in a season. It is Jacob Eason <laughs> over Jordan Love. Yeah, Packers suck. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, that is this edition of Game Time on the Fish and Chip Pod. Glad to have another day with you there, Chip. So many days together. Goodbye, San Diego. Goodbye, San Diego. New city next time. Stay sweet. And we might have a fun guest one of these next coming days. Ooh, yeah. Let's get to that sometime. All right. Stay sweet, America. Stay sweet.